Ladies and gentlemen, after what feels like a two-year hiatus, the boys are back. Welcome to another episode of the Kings of the South podcast, an NFC South podcast. I'm your man, Corey. That's my guy, T Thomas. You know, I got to I gotta be proper. You know, it's been a while, so we got to reintroduce ourselves to y'all, you know. I mean, you always introduce me as Thomas. TJ, so. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll go with TJ. You know, I thought we'll be, you know, distinguished this time, you know. But, uh, <laughs> folks, when I tell y'all it's been a while, I don't want you to think it's been a while, like, since us recording. It's kind of been a while since I talked to TJ. It, it, it's been a minute, man. When I tell you life has been lifing, <laughs> it's an understatement, man. Yeah, it has been hectic, hectic, hectic. And we've been trying to sit down for weeks now to record, but it just hasn't worked out. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't worked out, but we promise yeah. we're going to get it squared away as the season draws near. Um, yeah, but sure. uh, we figured this episode to be a quick little fun episode. Uh, we're going to talk about what our expectations of some of the notable rookies on the rosters of the NFC South. Uh, and you know, since uh, Carolina had the first pick, let's go ahead and get into it. What What are your expectations for Carolina uh, rookie class, man? High, very, very high. I I have a lot of expectations for this rookie class for Carolina because of the coaching staff we have in place and the team that we already had built before this class. Um all the veterans we brought in, um, some of the guys that have been there for a while, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Derek Brown, Shaq Thompson. Um, you got guys in the, the in, that have been in the league for a while, like a Hayden Hurst, uh, Bradley Bozeman. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of veteran leadership. I think this rookie class should prosper with the combination of the veterans and the coaching staff that we have. Uh, my expectation team-wise is – it's playoffs or nothing. We should we should be in the playoffs. Should on paper, we're we're one of the most talented teams in the NFC South, and we're one of the most talented teams in the NFC. So I don't see why we shouldn't be in it at the end. Um, but obviously, it's all about you know on the field and who performs better. Um, but my expectations are very high. I'm not going to sit here and say 12 wins. I'd say 10 to 11. Um, 10, 10 more so than, than 11 for me. Uh, I think I told you that a few months ago. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to raise the bar too high because I don't want to get disappointed. That's so. fair. That's fair. You <laughs> we haven't like, been in the playoffs yeah. in like five years. So. You, you, you sound like you've been here before, brother. I've been here before, yeah. I'm, I'm, humbled. <laughs> I'm humbled. I've been humbled for five years now. So, um, But yeah, overall, I think uh, this class is going to be – um the groundwork for years to come i'm hoping is my expectation with it mm -hmm. um bryce young number five or i'm sorry top five in jersey sales right now in the nfl um you know uh i have i think bryce young should win offensive rookie of the year i think it's between him and Bijan. i don't know it's 
It's him being or, on. I, I'll get into my I, I'll get into my thinking in a little bit. Uh, um, you know Bryce Young's top ten among NFC quarterbacks. So. <laughs> oh, you think I forgot? Hey, you know hey, this is a game. Hey, he doubled down, folks. He, he I ain't backing down, man. He, he's living and dying by number it, so ten. He's I, number ten. I, I respect it. Uh, no, so what, what what do you feel on uh, Jonathan Mingo? What are you expecting out of him? Oh, I think he's going to crack the starting lineup by midseason. Um, I think he's uber talented. Um, I think him, Terrace Marshall, and Adam Thielen will end up being your top three receivers on the Panthers. Uh, I'm big on Marshall this year. Um, the way he finished last year with a bad coaching staff, and now we actually have a quarterback and we have a good coaching staff. Um, I think Terrace Marshall will do good. I think Mingo is going to learn from Adam Thielen. And I think he's going to catch on quickly. Um, he should have gone first round, but he went second round. So um, I, I, I'm really excited about Jonathan Mingo, him and uh, Bryce Young pairing up together and and uh, hopefully having sustained success. Okay. Over quick, uh, quick little hitters over under 600 yards receiving Jonathan Mingo. Ooh, I'm going to take the over. Hmm. Optimistic. Yeah. That's my guy. I feel it. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, pretty high on him. I know we have LaVisca, um, but I, yeah. Yeah. I feel it. He's more of a gadget guy. He's not really a number two or a number one, in my opinion. And we know Adam Thielen's going to be playing out of the slot a lot. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say I'd take the over on that. Okay. Over under uh, Bryce Young, 3,500 yards. I'll take over. Okay. I think it's doable. I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to throw for 5,000, but yeah. I think he can throw for – I think he can throw for four. Yeah. Four is hard these days. It's just people making it Is it, it though? Is it, though? Not really. It is a passing league. I don't know. Passing league, man. I don't we know. have a ton of weapons. We have so many different players that can catch the ball – I mean, Miles Sanders is someone we're not even talking about that is great out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Hurst, like I said earlier. So, you know, weapons. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the over two, but not by much. I'm I'm gonna say maybe thirty six, thirty seven hundred yards passing. I'm gonna say anywhere from thirty seven to four thousand. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, I think I think he will. Unless he gets injured, I mean, knock on wood. Hopefully, he doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take the over on both. Okay. All right. Uh, over under. Uh, three force fumbles from uh, Jamie Robinson. I know it's it's difficult to predict because we don't know where, uh, how much playing time he's going to get. But you also got to factor in special teams. I feel like he's going to be a contributor there. I'm going to take the under. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I think he's going to be a good player, but you're talking forced fumbles. Ah, That's hard, man. Hey, man. Hey, don't don't y'all got uh, uh, Charles Tillman on the payroll, man? I don't. I don't. I, I feel so. like I feel like you do. I feel like I feel like you sent me something one time, and I was like, "Yeah, y'all just, uh, you know, Thanos collecting yeah. the Affinity Stones." So, 
Who knows? We might. I, I have to look back. I don't remember. There's been so many coaches we brought in. I'm not too sure. Okay. Well, let's uh jump jump ahead to the Falcons, man. Uh, you know, next in line. Oh, one one more. I have okay. a question for you. Okay. Surprised you didn't ask this. Mm-hmm. I know we're talking rookie class, but do you mm-hmm. think uh um Brian Burns will have ten or more sacks? Unfortunately, yes. Ambrose Ambrose scheme. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. It, it all the it all depends on his health. If he's healthy, yes. Yes. You know how I feel about Brian Burns. He's great. He's yeah. He should be getting paid by training camp. You better get paid. Or hearing the report is, is that they're already in negotiations on a new on a new deal. Um and they're hoping to have it locked up by preseason. Hey, he better. You better you, you better show him the money, man. They got to, man. They got to pay him. Have to. If we lose Brian Burns, I don't care who you bring in. <laughs> it's not going to matter. And, by the way, next year we don't have a first-round pick. So Yeah, just throw that in there, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. <sighs> yeah. Well, let's get to my Falcons. Uh, um, go so, ahead. What, what's your expectations for the Falcons, Corey? I expect, as I stated in the past, I fully expect this team to contend not only for the division, but for a not even a wild card spot, clinching an outright playoff spot in it yeah, in the top NFC. Four, top four. Yeah. Well, I won't go top four. Uh well, well yes, yes, I will go top four. Cause if you win the division, I mean, if you win your division, you get top, you get the top four. four pick. So yes, yes, I do. Yes. I fully expect them to uh contend for the division. I fully expect this team to be uh to take the next step that we were kind of hoping for them to take uh, in the last couple of years, that mm-hmm. we kind of we kind of felt uh, hand strung, you know, with the with the cap situation, we weren't able to field the best and competitive most competitive roster. But with that being said, we still finished seven and ten both years. So mm-hmm. now our roster is considerably better than last year, miles ahead of the year before last. So. With everything in place, with the solid foundation we got, with the offensive line, with the running game, uh, sprinkle in uh, B. John Robinson. If Desmond Ritter can be competent, he don't have to be great. If he mm-hmm. can, if he's competent, we're a playoff team. If he can be great, we're contenders. I'm glad you brought up Desmond Ritter. So I had a thought, and I want to get your opinion on this. This ties into our topic for today. Mm-hmm. Um, would you consider Desmond Ritter as part of this class? I would. Just from the standpoint, he only played a few games last year. It's not like he played half the season. Mm-hmm. He played, I- what, four games last year? Yeah, four. Yeah. I mean, I- it's just like – it's just like in the NBA when when players get on the court for I don't know less than ten games, and, and in essence they're essentially part of your new rookie class. Um, I my I, I the reason I bring this up is because I tie him into your expectations or or my expectations for y'all's class. Really, I think he factors into all that because he's he's on his rookie deal. He barely played last year. There's not a lot of tape on him. 
and we don't really know what to expect with him. I personally think he's going to be good. I think he has the tools. I was banging the table for you to keep him and not get Lamar, and we were against that. <laughs> Amen. So, as a Panthers fan, I've been a Desmond Ritter loyalist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm putting you on blast. So, right hey, now. brother. Hey, <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I made it well known. Like, while I look, while I like Desmond Ritter, Desmond sees this one day. While I, while I, he, he, he got TV. That's what he said at the press conference. He said, "Yeah, he got TV. He's seen it." So. <laughs> While I I like Desmond, if you have the opportunity to get a top ten quarterback, still 25, 26 years of age, you should consider it. So yeah. that's yeah. that's that on that. Now, as for your uh, as for your statement, yes or no? Yes, uh, he is a rookie in the sense of he has a, he doesn't have that much experience. Yeah. So I, I I would give I would concede to that. I would say no because this is his second off season where he can just focus on football. Yeah. As you know, off seasons is way really, really important for rookies. That's how they learn how to be the, be a pro, learn how to get in the playbook, learn how to uh break down defenses in the NFL's uh from an NFL standpoint with the offensive coordinators, from the backup quarterback, from the quality control coach. Uh, Every everyone quarterback coaching that's how you learn you prepare you prepare you start preparing in the off season and 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 training camp and and everything so yeah I will say Desmond Ritter has a head start over the r- rookies in this class because he knows what to expect he knows yeah. how to go He's about it defense. yes so that's that's why I would say yes or no um now here's a bit of a it might be a shocker to you to hear from me. I honestly don't expect B. John Robinson to win rookie of the year. And I'll tell you why. Tyler Algier rushed for 1,000 yards last year, correct? Oh, yeah. I don't think B. John Robinson, while he will be spectacular this year, I don't think he's going to put up the numbers to put him in the rookie of the year category. I fully expect B. John Robinson to get maybe 600 to 800 yards uh, total, whether it's rushing or receiving or anything of that nature, which I, you know, I, I think that's a good year. I think he he's going to get maybe eight touchdowns. I'm setting the bar low. So if he comes anywhere in the middle, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I, the only reason I'm concerned with that is like, I do have high expectations for him. I mean, I think he reminds me a lot of Adrian Peterson with the way he runs. Um, And if I remember correctly, when Adrian Peterson went to Minnesota, Chester Taylor was there. Yes. Now, obviously, Chester Taylor was more experienced than Tyler Algier. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what you're looking at. I think I do think Bijan's going to be the guy. I think you'll sprinkle in Tyler Algier to kind of, you know, not burn him to the ground as far as Bijan is concerned. But I think Bijan's going to be a thousand yard rusher this year. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't I think he's that not talented. I, I, yeah, he, I, I hate the Falcons. I'm yeah. not trying to kiss anybody's ass right now, but I do think that uh, Bijan is uber talented and he's perfect for what y'all do. Yeah. 
he's week one. He's the best player on your offense. In my opinion, I love Kyle Pitts. I love Drake London, but I don't think they're him. It, you can argue Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts is also coming off of a knee injury. So uh, I'm, I'm going to let you in on something, brother. Drake London is him. He's him. He's him. He got, you know how I always say I I'm like players. Them. I know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know how I say I like players that got their dog in them. Drake got about five dogs in him. He he he's a psychopath. You saw he got his bell rung playing y'all when he scored that touchdown. Your, your safety jacked him up. And what did he do? Start flexing, yelling, screaming. He's a psychopath. We need some it. brain cells slipped out. So hey, yeah. hey, hey, we need it. Okay. He's the toughest light skin player in the NFL. Uh <laughs> if I remember correctly, somebody hated the pick. Hey. Hated the pick. Didn't brother, want to pick He's brother. slow. He's slow. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, I said it. He got faster in the NFL. Um, and you also, reminds me of. You know who he reminds me of? But, he reminds me of Mike Evans. Yeah, he does. He does. I can see. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's the same caliber yet. Right. He's going to show it this year. This he's is show it this year. Yeah. If um, Desmond Ritter lives up to any expectation, I think. Him and Drake London are going to have great chemistry. Yeah, well, they, they already got it. They, they showed it last year in the four games. Uh, yeah. Drake London was one of the most targeted players in the league when when Desmond took this, uh, you know, took over. So, I know we're going to do a fantasy football episode very Ooh. soon. Ooh, but because um, yeah. I requested it. Yeah. What are your expectations statistically for Drake London? Are you thinking he's going to be a top twelve receiver? Yes, Drake London is going over a thousand yards. Would you take him in the first three rounds? <laughs> nah, I, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do. I can't do that. Not the first three. I can't do it. That's can't fair. It. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. That's ooh. <laughs> That's the backbone of your team, right there. You know, you can't. Ugh. Yeah, first three rounds you got to have league winners. Oh yeah, not to uh, say Drake London's not gonna be. A league. I cannot wait. I can't wait. I'm can't ready for wait. a fantasy episode. Yeah, We're getting too wait. far into yeah. it. Yeah, this, but I'm is, telling yeah. You, this fantasy season is gonna be wild. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get to the Bucks. Well, real quick, who? Okay, Go ahead. I'm gonna be honest. Besides Bijan, I don't really remember a lot of y'all's picks. Uh, we got Matthew uh, Bergeron I'm old to say, but uh, yeah, we got we got Matthew Bergeron. We got uh Zach Harrison. We got Clark think, Phillips. Uh, do you think Bergeron and Harrison will crack the starting lineup? Not Harrison, Bergeron. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're they're probably gonna, gonna like, play what right tackle? No, nah, he's gonna play a uh, left guard. Left guard. Okay. So yeah, we're probably gonna uh bring uh Harrison along slowly. We're gonna put him in some probably some uh when we're down. Uh, no no uh early downs four three when we we're expecting to run because he's a good run defender just to get him get his feet wet. I'm pretty sure they're gonna give him some third down work on a little bit but you but you gotta remember we got a lot of third down specialists. We got Bud Dupree now we got uh Arnold Ebiketti we got D'Angelo Malone who apparently took a step and put on weight and put on muscle. Uh, you know, we got Lorenzo Carter, we got, you know, uh, you know, Calais Campbell. 
So it, it's a it's a lot of mouths to feed. So I cannot wait for week one. Oh, it's ooh. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Man. I'm salivating over the idea of of our offense versus y'all's defense mm-hmm. and our defense versus, versus y'all. y'all offense. Yeah, yeah. I'm ooh. so curious to see which yeah. plays better. Yeah, it's ooh. I think it's gonna be a defensive game. Just just from the start, because both quarterbacks are very inexperienced. And I'm curious to see how aggressive the coaching staffs are against the defenses. Yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. All right, let's get to the Bucks. Uh, because uh to be honest, I don't have much for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kalachi Kansi, I expect them to get maybe three or four sacks. That's about it. I don't I'm sorry, Bucks. I'm sorry. Y'all didn't have that. I'll, say, I'll give him. I'll give him six. I'll give him six. Nah, he gonna get about four five. About four get, five. I get six. Hey, you, you got any other uh, <laughs> any other predictions for the Bucks? <laughs> the um, Bucks rookie class outside the of Bucks, the Bucks organization picking in the top five this year. The Bucks um, rookie quarterback um, Kyle oh. Trask. Oh God, nah, no. Nah. He's he's a three year starter. He's a th- he's a three year player. He's a three. He'll be the starter. Hell no, he is not beating out Baker. I can't. Nah, bro, he ain't beating out Baker. You know what you got in Baker already? He ain't beating up. If Sam Darnold didn't beat out Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask ain't beating out. To be fair, Sam Darnold was injured. He wouldn't have beat him out. Yeah, I think he would have. Nah, I don't know. Sam is an and he's an enigma, man. Because when he's on, he last year. When he's on, he looks like a top fifteen quarterback. He looks like Jared Goff. But when he's off, good God Almighty, he's off. So, yeah, that's enough of the Bucks. Because you know, quite frankly, I don't think anyone cares. I don't think even Bucks fans cares this year. I don't it's lost season. They don't have a quarterback. I don't I don't believe in Kyle Trask. I don't believe in uh Baker Mayfield. Um, but I do believe in Rashad White. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of his as well. But uh, I love I love me some Rashad White. Yeah. I also really like Mike Evans, but that's about you know, it. That's about it. I don't want to spend too much time on him because uh What can we say about them? Yeah. Uh, Saints. Uh, <sighs> uh, Kendra Miller. I like him. Yeah, I think, I think he's gonna good. I think he's gonna be good. Uh, I don't remember. You said who? Who they take in the first round? They took my boy Brian Brzee. That's right. Yeah. He could be good. I'm expecting four to four to five sacks for him as well. Yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, I will say if we're talking team success, like the Bucks, I think they're gonna be top five in the draft. Yes. Um, I think they're gonna be last place in the division. Yes. Saints have a chance. They have Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is good. Um, I think with Michael Thomas coming back healthy, they have Chris Olave. Um, they added um Who's the other receiver they added? Um, oh, Brian Edwards. No, they did get him though. Yeah, didn't they add a receiver? 
second round? I don't know. They got A.T. Perry in like the sixth, like fifth or sixth round. But I don't know why. I thought they signed somebody or this is Saints, man. No one, you know. I, I know they took they they picked up uh our sloppy seconds with uh Brian Edwards. I think they're going to be in the running for the division. Obviously they are every year, even when we think they're not going to do anything. Um, they're always in it. Um, I have them finishing third in the division though. I don't think they're better than the Falcons and the Panthers on paper. Yeah. Well, I know I, we don't base it off of on paper, but right now we have to, because we haven't seen them play yet. Yeah. Here's why I agree with you. On on paper, they do have one of the most talented teams, not only in the NFC South but in the NFL. Yeah, but coaching matters. Yes, that's why I have them third. Yeah, Dennis Allen. Our coaching staffs, Falcons and Panthers coaching staffs, are better than freaking what's his name? Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. Dennis Allen. I'm sorry, Saints fans. I just. Ever since you watched Sean Payton and and how Alvin Kamara is probably gonna get suspended, yeah. And but but here's here's the thing: they wanted they wanted Dennis Allen gone too. They didn't they wanted him gone uh, after last year. They're disappointed they, they didn't retain him. Why didn't they bring in Eric Bieniemy or someone exciting who has an offensive mind? Because they didn't have the player, the the quarterback that he would want. Now I don't think the quarterback he wants is in Washington either. But yeah. Hey, uh, I I have Saints finishing third. I do think they'll they'll have a solid win loss record. I don't think it will be above five hundred. I think they'll break even more than likely, or they'll be one game or two games under. I don't expect them to be like awful unless they lose Derek Carr. If they lose Derek Carr, I think they're going to be trash. It's a possibility. No, no, they got famous Jameis. You show some respect. Eat a W, man. You better, yeah, show some respect, man. Eat the L. You know what I'm saying? Eating W's out here, man. Eat the L. All right, over under Kendra Miller, 400 yards rushing. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over because I think uh, Kamara's going to get suspended. Yeah. Over under uh, five games, uh, Mike, Michael Thomas miss. I'm going to say under. I'm taking it over. He's gonna get hurt. I'm gonna say under death taxes and Michael Thomas getting hurt. Get over a year get healthy. I think he will. Hey, we'll see. Uh, over under um, ten interceptions. Uh, Derek Carr. Over. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have like probably 13, 14 interceptions. That's fair. That's fair. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, over or under fifteen hundred yards. Under, he's not getting fifteen hundred. He's getting. He'll get twelve hundred. He ain't getting fifteen. Fifteen is what you know. That's Olave. Yeah, but you got great. Yes, he is. Great. He's our best receiver. Fifteen hundred. That's Devontae Adams territory. That like we, you know, that's what he's gonna have to do in Oakland. I'm sorry, Vegas, for them to do anything, which I don't think they're gonna do anything. But there you go. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't see fifteen. I think go. I think you'll get over fifteen. 
I can see it. Especially if your theory is right that Michael Thomas has uh, missed games. Yeah, but they also like what's his name, Raheem Shahid. They like him a lot. They they oh they love him. Yeah. So and who knows they might you know in the event that Michael Thomas get hurt they might put Taysom Hill at wide <laughs> receiver. Honestly, you know, yeah. they they paying him enough. So yeah. Well, folks, that's enough of that conversation. Let's get to probably what you what you, what you all came for. To pull one out. It's a new week, man. Yeah. It's time. It's time to pull one yeah. out. Uh, you know, I don't want to go on a rant, but I feel like I'm about to go on a rant. Oh boy. I'm pulling one out for University of Georgia football fans. I don't know if any of you are aware, but allegations came out that were just posted in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, constitutional, whatever the AJC, uh, in their little uh, newspaper, that uh, allegations of uh, sexual assault, rape, and um, all that type of foolishness has been going on inside of the uh, university's football team football program for the better part of three or four years. Wow. I did not know that. And it's been uh, covered up by coaching staffs and stuff like that. I don't want to get into the specifics of it because I don't know enough. I just know that's what has been reported. The reason why I'm pouring one out for the University of Georgia football fans is because this fan base over the course of maybe five, six years has become toxic and unbearable. They become they are literal pieces of shit, and I don't want to swear, guys. I don't. I don't want to do that. But I, there's no other way I can describe them because they just think everyone is out to get them. They think, oh, this girl is lying. Oh, this girl, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. It, mm-hmm. Just like we talked about with the Deshaun Watson situation, you know, if it's just one girl, okay, you can say he say she say. Uh, I can't speak English. She say. <laughs> Uh, but if it's, you know, 26, 27, 28, 40 girls, no, not all of them are lying, brother. No. So it's just the the comments I've been reading on Twitter and Instagram and every, Facebook. It's just, it makes me not want to root for Georgia anymore. And I hope that this success that they've been having recently, I hope, as quickly as it came, I hope it goes just as quickly because these fans need to be humbled. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of talking about them. I'm tired of just – they just have so much to say for a university who only maybe, what, won, what, three national titles? Mm-hmm. You know, they t- they out here puffing their chest like they Miami somebody, you know, like they Alabama. But – uh, all right, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to get them any more of my energy. Uh, so the hell with them. But that's that. I'm pouring one out for the University of Georgia fans. Um, I hope this year you get your comeuppance. Uh, I think you will because I think while I don't think uh, Stetson Bennett is a good quarterback, I think the quarterback they have now is worse. So. They've yeah. won four. They've won four throughout their their years. Um, 1942, 1980, 2021, and 
1980 with uh, old Sambo uh, Herschel Walker. So we'll excuse that one. So, yeah, we're just going to leave it there with the poor one out. Now, Down Bad Award. Down Bad. I think you know where we're going with this. If you haven't heard, the NFL has conducted <laughs> an investigation in regards to gambling. Um, a lot it, of things coming down. Yes. Uh, now, it is no secret that I want to say, what, two weeks ago that Isaiah Rogers was named and, you know, as one of the players that gambled. He got cut. Yes. Uh, but the <laughs> development that came out today is the reason why Isaiah Rogers Sr. is receiving the Down Bad Award today. Isaiah not only bet on his own team, he put down and won $1,000 betting the over-under his his running back will rush either over or under 100 yards (laughs) in the game that he was playing in. Folks, I don't understand why these players don't think they can get caught. Doesn't make any sense. It don't make any sense. Like the NFL will find out and they will get you. Yep. Just because you deleted it off your phone don't mean that it's gone. They can they can get it. <laughs> and not only did Isaiah get suspended indefinitely for the 2023 season, he was cut today, as uh, TJ just previously said. Um, yep. And it's a shame. Uh, I won't say I'm not going to sit here and act like he was a world beater because he's not. Mm-hmm. But he was a he was a he was a good player. He was a decent player. Yeah. Um. I'm, I hope he can get another opportunity. Where that will be, when that will be, we have no idea. So. I'd say uh, there's down bad work for him, but also anybody who's been suspended or cut with these these gambling um, reports. Um, someone from the Titans also got suspended. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Petit Fieri from Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State just got to leave a year ago. Yeah. And already getting suspended for six games for gambling. I don't understand guys are getting paid millions of dollars some some players are making hundreds of thousands of dollars but you're still making more money than me or Corey. <laughs> yeah by far. And, and you're playing a sport why are you gambling on your sport on your sport don't do it man don't it's do dumb. it it's don't so do dumb. it they're gonna find what how much money y'all are... not learn from calvin ridley I mean, even he regrets it. Mm-hmm. I'm like sure he, he regrets it. He feels stupid for what he did. Yeah. So I, I'd say there's a lot. A lot of the league is down bad. A lot yeah. of these players. And I feel like there's going to be more to come that yeah. that we just don't know yet. I feel like we're going to hear a big name that we're not expecting. Yeah. Ooh. It would be awful to hear or to see. You don't want to see anybody lose money or lose their job, but, I mean. Well, well you know, it, I think if it was a big name, we ain't going to hear about it. If Patrick Mahomes is gambling, they are not going to suspend him. They're going to cover it up. 
Hell yeah, they're gonna cover it up. He's the he's the face of the league. Yeah. They got the most uh primetime and, and afternoon games in the league. Like they get the most TV time. Them and the Bengals. And I don't know why the Bengals, you know, they haven't won anything, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um they're the players yeah, they're in the Cowboys territory, you know, kind of how the Cowboys get every every four o'clock game. <laughs> uh, Cowboys is team prestige. Cincinnati is just player prestige. The players they have are are big stars that have never won anything. Yeah, that they can't afford to keep together much longer. But we're not gonna, you know, go down that road. This I think this is a good spot to leave it, folks. Uh, so, like as we previously stated, pouring one out to Georgia University of Georgia fans. Yeah, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, and uh, we're giving Isaiah Rogers, Nicholas Petit, Fieri, whatever his name is, yep. and and the rest of these uh, gambling degenerates. We're gonna give them the down battle, <laughs> <laughs> the down battle war. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, well, yeah, folks, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Um, TJ, anything you want to say to the people? Um, glad to be back, back to recording and, uh, season is not far away. Once we get closer to preseason and training camp, we'll have more videos to post. Um, next video, uh, probably going to prep us on, uh, fantasy football. Yeah, folks. Now if you're a fantasy football fan, watch the next episode. Yeah. Now we're going to give you some of what we think. We ain't going to give you all of it because, like, you know, we're competing against each other. So, you know, I ain't giving all my little tidbits away. Uh, I'm not doing it. Uh, I give you a little bit, you know. Uh, but yeah, we're looking forward to that. We also want to say we thank y'all for y'all patience. We know that we we weren't able to put the videos out as frequently as you guys would hope, nor as we have hope. But, you yeah. know, life, life comes at us, uh, whether you prepare for it or not. Um, and also, you know, not to, you know, be a dick or anything, but it's the off season, bro. There's not much we could talk about. This is that low period. That's the low period where we got to talk about. Yeah. You know, we, we don't we, want to bore you guys with random videos about nothing. So yeah. as Mariah Carey would say, I'm going to do the best with what I got. So, Heck uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get out of here, folks. Keep uh, liking, keep subscribing, keep watching us uh, on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on uh, Twitter, TikTok, uh, listen, give us a five-star review on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, folks. Just uh, keep rocking with us, man. We appreciate y'all. Peace.